Hey guys, like many of you, I watched the presidential debate last night and actually walked away from it after some thinking and uh, soul searching, walked away from it very thankful. And you might be saying, what, why, why and how could you walk away from that mess thankful? Well, guys, you're in luck. I'm going to tell you why. Hey, it's Master Pat with the heart of the matter. And now, Heart of the Matter with Master Pat, the podcast with the world's most recognizable laugh track. Hey guys, it's Master Pat back in front of the Amazon special microphone, bringing you another podcast. It's been a while. Um, You know, after I came out of hiding uh, with the uh, quarantine and everything, got a little bit busy. And, uh, you know, got distracted with other things and the podcast kind of fell by the wayside, which I kind of figured it would at some point, you know, once life got a little bit more normal once again. But, you know, I watched the presidential debate last night, as I'm sure many of you did, and it just sparked some things that I I thought I'd like to just dip my toes a bit again into the podcast waters. Um, Obviously, I'd like to get back into doing this on a more regular basis. I would like to uh, have some more guests on and the such. But what I wanted to do uh, today was just talk about how I processed that debate last night. And it may be helpful to you and it may not. But, you know, um, as a believer in Jesus, I was watching that debate last night and I have my political views, right? I, I know who I'm voting for and I know why I'm voting, um, and all those kind of things. I, I get that. And, uh, but I, but I, unfortunately I walked away from that, uh, debate last night, just feeling like, you know, there wasn't really a clear winner. I mean, it just felt like there was two older gentlemen who should know better by now. Uh, in the way they're treating each other. Um, And, you know, it was obviously kind of discouraging, I think, for a lot of people that these are the leaders of the free world. Well, I walked away, though, thankful from last night, and I want to explain why. I mean, I I walked away from that, and it took me a minute. I didn't immediately feel like this, trust me, but just thankful that, you know, my hope is not in either one of these men. My hope is in the Lord. And, uh, you know, I have real hope that doesn't depend on whether or not America continues to exist as it was founded, whether America, you know, goes great or goes badly or any such thing. It really, you know, my, my life, my heart, my soul are grounded in something so much deeper than the politics of the day. And I, so I walked away from that thankful just for that fact and um, started pondering some scriptures that I just want to share with you. Isaiah 46 through eight, a voice says cry. And I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers and the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows on it, surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. You know, this is what I love about being a believer in Jesus Christ. 
I know that I am a part of a kingdom. I serve a God that will last forever. No matter what happens on this earth, no matter what happens with our country, friends, we're a part of something as believers in Jesus Christ that is so much bigger, that lasts forever, and as important as an election can be for us. Because don't get me wrong, I understand there are consequences depending on who we elect to be our leader. There's consequences for that, man. Either way, I get that. But beyond that, there's something so much bigger that we're a part of. We're a part of the kingdom of God that will last forever. Now, that passage in Isaiah, Isaiah 40, is quoted by James in the New Testament, and he writes this in James 1, 9 through 12. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation, because like a flower of the grass, he will pass away. Do you hear that? He's quoting Isaiah 40, uh, verse 8 there. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass, its flower falls and its beauty perishes, so also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Wow. And that's what we had last night. We had two old rich men with very ambitious pursuits. But, you know, they're going to fade away no matter what those pursuits are, uh, no matter how powerful they become, no matter how successful they end up being. It's going to be the same for them. It's going to be the same for us. But in verse 12, it says this, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. This crown of life is, friends, this is what this life is all about. It's about getting exalted at some point to receive the crown of life that we get from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's promised it to us who love him. And uh, that's what we're looking forward to. That's the hope that we really have and that we want to go. We know like in James 4, later on in, in the book, it says, for your, you are a, a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. So what little time that you do have, let's spend it not worrying about what's going to happen or, or whatever and or being so discouraged by something like a debate where it just doesn't seem to be a good reflection of where we're at as a country. Let's not worry about that. Let's press on for what really matters. Now, guys, um, one of the things that I noticed uh, during the evening, it was, a, it was just kind of sad commentary on the maturity of these men who I know are in their 70s, and they're still kind of fighting like schoolyard kids, pretty much, uh, is what it looked like to me. And I kind of thought, man, you know, when I get to be that age, I hope that I have a little more maturity than that. Um, you know, I could handle myself a little bit better. Now, I don't, I don't know if I could or not, but I'm, that is the hope, at least. And I think that it might be possible, um, not because of anything I've done, but because of something that we call the great exchange. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21 really spells this out, I think, the best. It says this, For our sake he made him to be sin 
who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And I don't know if you get that exactly what that verse is saying, but it's talking about the great exchange. It's talking about the fact that when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ um, alone to save us from our sins and to be our Savior, you know what happens at that point is, is that we make an exchange. I give Jesus all of my sin, and Jesus gives me all of his righteousness. Not a great deal, it doesn't seem like, for Jesus, but that's the point, is that we could have never, ever done this on our own. Jesus gives us his righteousness. That could only be done, friends, because Jesus took my sin, took it to the cross, was crucified, buried three days, and rose again, and then he was able to give me his righteousness because he paid the penalty for my sin. And uh, I gladly accept it. So that that is why I have hope that someday, hopefully, you know, when I get to be that age uh, and I had to be in a, ever had to be in a debate and I, you know, those debates happen in life. And I got to admit, I don't always handle them uh, much better than those men did. But, you know, we hope that we can we can get to a point where we could actually behave in a mature way because God has already given all of us and it doesn't matter how old you are he's given us his righteousness and so it's not of ourselves it's it's some it's a gift from God and um and so we can behave in such a way that would be actually God honoring and mature and whatever else. Now, there's also this thing called progressive sanctification. And um, 2 Corinthians 3.18 talks about how day by day we are being transformed into the image of Christ. And that's really in a practical sense where we are made, you know, 100% holy. We know positionally before God when we make that great exchange. We give God our sin, and he gives us his righteousness through his son, Jesus Christ. But uh, we also are practically actually learning to be righteous, actually, as we go through life. None of us have that down, and none of us are ever going to have that completed until we go and be with God and are in his perfection and you know, even look forward to the resurrection when we get a new body and, and that's made perfect and all of that. Um, that is going to be the final stage of all of that. But guys, I want to encourage you that in this, look, I know last night was a little bit discouraging watching our leaders squabble like children and, and, and act in such a interesting way. I don't know how else to say it, but you know, the bottom line is this guys, this life is fading fast, okay? And I think we're just more aware of that with 2020 and the year that we've been through anyway. I think we can see that. But, you know, that's not our goal. Our goal in life is not to be super successful in this life. It's not, it's not to experience um, perfection down here in any way, shape, or form. We know that our main goal is, is the crown of life. And that hasn't changed at all. That can never change. The kingdom of God won't 
ever go away. The word of the Lord will stand forever. Guys, forever the world, the word of the Lord's going to stand. Nothing can tear that down. Nothing can take it away from us. And the promises that are contained within the word of God are so mind-blowing. That's what we're living for, friends. So just don't, don't give up hope when you see that. Understand what you're living for. Understand why you have the hope that you have. And understand that, you know what, we can hopefully do a little better as far as um, just respecting other people, loving people, interacting with people. Um, it doesn't have to be as messy as what we saw the other day. And make it your goal when you get to be your 70s, maybe to have a little more self-control. I don't know. But anyways, we'll see what happens from here on. Like I said, I know who I'm voting for. I know the stakes are high. I know um, exactly, you know, why this isn't an important election. I just hope that you don't get too discouraged by the results of what you just seen. And you can, your hope can be where it needs to be, my friend. Well, guys, I'll be bringing more stuff to you soon and uh, hope to do some fun stuff. Hope to do some other things, uh, bring some guests on and all that kind of good stuff. But I just wanted to, you know, get back in, in, into this a little bit and uh, just, you know, put down some thoughts uh, on audio of where I stood uh, with the debates last night and why I actually did walk away thankful, thankful, guys, in the end that this, my hope is not in these guys. Okay. My hope is in the Lord. Amen. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, guys. I hope you have a great day and uh, make sure you check back in with us as we'll hopefully have some new content coming your way. Mm -hmm.